Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure with the Cyber Warfare Report. Joining us is former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Homeland Security Today reported how the U.S. Department of Energy announced $45 million to create, accelerate, and test technology that will protect the electric grid from cyber attacks. Cyber threats and attacks on the U.S. energy systems can shut down and disrupt energy supply, impacting the economy and the health of American consumers. Teresa, can you tell us more about this story and how this funding will help with our cyber defenses? Yeah, this funding is really critical based on sort of the six project areas that DOE is going to apply the money to. So if you think about the fact that we really need to have better cyber attack prevention and mitigation when there is an issue, one of the program areas that DOE is focused on using this funding for is actually automating that. I think that would be a huge, huge win for not only Department of Energy and sort of government areas where they have responsibility, but also sharing those best practices and knowledge of that automation with critical infrastructure, private sector energy organizations. One of the other areas that they're looking at is as you think about energy delivery systems, so think colonial pipelines issue with the ransomware attack, think about once you generate energy, you have to be able to deliver or transmit the energy. One of the other project areas they're going to be using is authentication mechanisms for that delivery mechanism. So if you think about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, and if Russia gets annoyed, flex their muscles, and they want to go after the U.S. energy infrastructure because they don't like the fact that the U.S. is helping out Ukraine and Europe so that they don't have to buy from Russia, you can imagine why having improved authentication mechanisms would be a huge, huge help in protecting our infrastructure. One other area that I think is really interesting that they're focused on out of the six areas is they're looking for ways to create new concepts, new technologies, but integrate it with all of that legacy infrastructure that costs a lot of money to build. It's still working. It's not going to be replaced anytime soon but it still needs to be safeguarded and protected. So this money will help fund a lot of these endeavors, and they're very vital and important to the resiliency and security of our energy future. You just gave an example, but I guess, you know, why would cyber criminals target our energy infrastructure? What do they stand to gain? Well, in addition to any kind of geopolitical conflicts and, you know, basically, flexing muscles. There's other reasons why cyber operatives with nefarious intent would go after critical infrastructure, especially energy in the United States. One could be to steal research and development intellectual property. It's very expensive to think about new alternative forms of energy, creating things that are renewable, sustainable, clean energy. And why spend hard-earned money from a country or an organization if you could just steal it from somebody else, right? So this is how people with nefarious intent think. So they could actually come after infrastructure, not to necessarily take it offline, although, you know, that is sometimes an intended outcome, but really instead to steal all of this vital, expensive, and important research. 
he who wins sort of the sustainable, renewable, and clean energy game will gain politically and economically in the future. So that is another area that also has to be protected. And then you could also see where individuals, you know, people know where individuals live. If somebody has an ax to grind with a particular individual, whether it's, you know, a politician, a VIP, a CEO of an organization, having sort of critical knowledge of which company do they get their energy from? What are those geographic locations? What's their bill payer information? So it could also go very personal. So it could be focused on the country. It could be focused on research and development provided by private sector and infrastructure and the government, but it could also be directed at individuals. And so you mentioned a couple of the program areas before, such as automation and authentication mechanisms, but what are some of the other proposed topic areas for the Department of Energy's Office of Cybersecurity, Energy Security, and Emergency Response? Yes, so they're looking for an opportunity to build out a couple other programs as well. The first is understanding how do they integrate a engineering principle of security and resiliency by design? You know, they have that in some regards because there's a lot of thought put into business continuity, emergency planning, recoverability, even from like natural disasters, not just man-made disasters like cybersecurity. But really that needs to be taken to the next level with you know, the internet of things, the internet of everything, with kind of the connectivity between earth and space. So energy has a lot to do to sort of integrate all of these newer and emerging technologies. So that security and resiliency by design is really an important transformation effort. The other is, you know, finding and mitigating vulnerabilities. You know, we talked a little bit about how hard this can be to actually discover and mitigate vulnerabilities. And some of this funding will actually go towards creating more automation to do that discovery and mitigation. So that's going to be helpful, especially as we continue to have a war for talent and short-staffed teams. This automation could be very critical in making sure something bad doesn't happen. And then lastly, thinking through how do we create true advanced software solutions that can promote cybersecurity? So there's some really great projects that are going to be funded through these programs and looking forward to seeing what they do. My biggest piece of advice to the Department of Energy is look beyond kind of the immediate department, gather best practices from the private sector, and that's not just the energy ecosystem. Go to some of the other critical infrastructures, such as financial services, transportation, healthcare, and learn some of the best practices based on the projects that you're working on, your dollars are going to go further and you're going to have faster and greater success. Joining me was former White House CIO, Teresa Payton. Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.